Yes, yes, people. It's M. It's M. We're back again. As you know, season two is coming very soon, but we want to stay connected with the community. So we'll call this pre-season so there's like no cobwebs or ring rust for when we come through for season two and make sure everything's proper. Um, we thought it'd be a good time to recap on season one and share with our listeners what we have personally, personally felt through this journey. So let's jump straight into it, yeah? Boys, hope you're all good. Hope you're all good. Hope you're ready for season two as well, getting all prepared. Um, let's kick it off. What were your initial aspirations going into season one? Yes, 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 people. Um, glad to be back again, pre-season for season two. Um, just thankful to start for everything that we've been doing in season one and grateful we're here. Now, aspirations for season one, going into it, myself, to be honest, it was... Um, when we started having initial conversations amongst ourselves, it was just good to know that actually there's five of us here who have got the same mindset. Mm. Yeah, and I thought there's got to be more of us. So when we decided to do this, my aspiration was to give a voice to some people who probably have kept quiet and just kept to themselves thinking these thoughts and going through life the way we have been, but not knowing what to say or, or what to do. So for me, that was important for, for us to sit down and actually talk about it so people feel that it is familiar. They're not by themselves. It's a lot more common than people think. Mm -hmm. Hear that, hear that. Anyone else? What were your aspirations? For, my, for myself, let me jump in here. Um, for for myself, uh, it, it's it's about levels, really. It's all about levels. It's all about levels. It always has been with me. I've been fortunate, and I say fortunate because I understand that not everyone is on a level. Um, to have people who are one step away from but have a level of understanding where they are at, their in environment and wanting to increase their knowledge base. Now I've been fortunate to have all the season one. Listen, that's been my lifetime with these boys here now. Like we, we talk this naturally. This is not anything that we wouldn't talk about, but what it's encouraged us to do is to step our game up in terms of what we're talking about and therefore increasing our knowledge base and making us at a higher level than where we initially were. So for me, what this was in terms of my aspirations was gathering and demonstrating to the world or to whoever wishes to listen what I normally experience. Mm -hmm. So it's about, in, in terms of the product that we're creating here, for, for me, it was always about consistency. It was about sharing knowledge and documenting knowledge. Like, don't yes. get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. This is not being done for any sort of clout. This is not being done to try and get a in increased viewership base and only focusing on, on that. It's being done on an initial basis to document our thoughts, mm -hmm. to document our research, document our knowledge, and then share that. Whoever wants to jump onto that knowledge, more than welcome. Yeah? And then for me it was to also grab the attention of other people who were on a level. As T said, 
there's other people that might be out there who are thinking on the same wavelength. So, so putting that, it's almost like you're fishing. You know what I mean? You, you, you put the bait on the hook and you throw it in the water and you hope, you hope that though you've got the right bait on to, to catch those on right fish. Yeah? That's what also is being done with this knowledge. And finally, to establish a brand. Like, ideas can become business. Ideas can become business. Don't, don't underestimate your ideas. Don't underestimate your intellectual property. This is our intellectual property. So, yeah, 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 man. Level, level from T and K, man. And that for me, that's the same. I'm along the same lines, man. For me, it was all about bringing people together, bringing us together, um, but also people. I know there's people out there that that have the same thoughts and feelings, but it's about having a platform, a safe space for people to kind of gravitate towards. And also for us to kind of have a safe space as well, a platform where we can kind of express ourselves. Like we've been talking like this for the longest time, going on over 20 years for some of us, you know what I mean? So to actually have a now centralized place and hub for us to kind of share our thoughts and ideas to a wider community, that was always my aspiration, you know what I mean? And I think with COVID kicking in uh, just before we started, it was probably needed more than ever, not only for us and our own mental health, but for uh, any friends, family, or kind of even people that we haven't even met to kind of have something different. We, we all have the same things on social media and stuff like that, but actually something different, a different vibe, a different flex, a different angle. You know what I mean? So I totally agree with uh, both, both what you guys said. Um, S, what are you saying? Yes, yes. Back again. Free season it is, yeah? I like this. Mm-hmm. For me, I just want to first and foremost, I want to give thanks. Thanks for the, that we're here after the year that everyone's been through. First and foremost, I give thanks. Me, my aspirations were growing up, I grew up with a West Indian household, obviously, and there's a song that speaks out to me, like, just points out by Gregory Isaac. Called no speech, no language, when the voice is not heard. And that for me has been with me throughout my whole life. And we've put five voices together on a platform for other people to listen to, to, to digest, to, to, to critique. But at the end of the day, it's gonna cause a discourse. It's, it's, that was my aspirations for this, to mm. cause a discourse. And through the help of you guys, friends, family, just life experiences, whether they be good or bad, we've managed to put this together in some unprecedented times. So for me, my aspirations is that we met and, and set and beyond, to be perfectly honest with you, and beyond. And just want to echo what K and T said, like, we are putting together this knowledge base that was one of my key things going into this knowledge base almost like a library that we can create and we've started to that 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 was my aspirations and they've all been met made growth carry on levels 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 mr j yeah season two 
Season two. Season two. <laughs> uh, guys, it feels really good to to know that, which is which actually is my aspiration. I actually aspired by us coming together that if at the very least we we, we do it. Do you understand? And it's kind of like the perfect am- amalgamation of what everyone said. But for me, it was just that, just do it. Not only talk about it, let's do it. And yes. if a group of people could take the time and the sacrifice to do something that they put their minds to and they set their hearts to, that's, that's what I hope to achieve. And I think we initially said maybe we'll just do a first season and reevaluate. But before season one finished, you know, it sparked something within us all that like like em said in these times we were missing like for our own mental health for the trying to support each other our families so yeah like s said just now it's been met achieved and surpassed because we have so much more in store 100% 100% boys nice 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 start okay 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 so season 1 Pilot flavors, role models, black lives don't matter. The pandemic, the Windrush legacy, the dark side of schools were with this exclusion, black boys or black children excluded, dressed to impress or oppress, mental health, being black in the entertainment industry, and are we being conditioned to fail alongside some bonus episodes that we had as well. What, for you, which episode or episodes did you learn the most from or did or what you what you took from? Tell me about kind of what episodes or kind of certain moments of time during season one when it hit it for you. For me, I'll jump in. For me now, the Windrush... Um, and role models. They, for me personally, they kind of linked. Like they went hand in hand for me, through life experience and those that came from that generation to build my foundation over here. Um, that was a real, real reflective one. Both of them ones. None more so than the other. As I said, they all hand, they handed themselves to each other. But what that allowed me to do was, I think uh, me and T previously talking about this in in another space about trauma, about um, suppressing feelings, um, about being unconscious to those things, learning more now and being consciously aware of all, all the little games at play with all those kind of stuff there and how I was shielded from a lot of that by my parents. But when I reached an appropriate age, I was exposed to more and more and more. But I felt like I was more prepared when I got to that stage. But all these things I've just said just now, I've not seriously sat down reflecting and contemplated on until after these episodes were, were put out, listening back to it hearing pain in everyone's voice, but more so, probably selfishly, hearing pain in mine. What have I not dealt with? That's what I was left with after those, especially those two episodes. So yeah, that, that's, 
that's my learning. That's probably what I've learned from the most in that. Okay, safe, bro. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I had to choose two. The first one actually being, which is my favorite, is uh, the last one. Are we being conditioned to? Yeah, to <laughs> big one. Big like, one. I've listened to that every time I listen to it. Like I pick up stuff like watching a movie like that I missed the first time around, and it just like smacked me on the face, and I would get so gassed because it was like through the research you actually see so much more as cases like follow the money. <laughs> like you, you, you would like <laughs> it would it would literally. It was a eye opener to something that I was already aware, but I think I didn't fully understand. I was aware of it, but I didn't understand it. And that episode helped me understand a lot. And yeah. my second one, pilot flavors, because I'll tell you what, yeah. Listening to that, yeah, you could see it was like <laughs> they opened a Pandora box. Yes, yes, it did. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? You could hear that, however long that was, it wasn't enough. We, 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 that was such a small glimpse into what was to come, which we showcased on the, uh, the other nine episodes and bonus material. So, yeah, episode 10 and uh, Pilot Flavors, first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just touching on that uh, with pilot flavors because you mentioned before jay about kind of just doing it that was that was the significant moment where we just done it you know i mean a lot of people talk as as we've said before but that first one that was there was like a for me anyway there's like a sense of relief you know what boys we've kind of done it like it's, it might be sound easy thing to do but to kind of get it all in place and then not only to do that first one but to stick at it that's very significant just to get over that first hurdle so I 100% agree with you, like with regards to pilot flavors, man. Okay, what was your um? What have, what do you learn from, or which episodes kind of got you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, I thought the question was one episode. You like jumping on two now? Okay, yeah. Why, okay. why not? Why not, man? Okay, cool. Calm, collecto. Um, for me, like out there, I love a good conspiracy theory you understand yeah. <laughs> i love a good one yeah and 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 pandemic episode four part one you understand <laughs> episode four part one if you haven't listened to it listen to it if you have if you have listened to it listen to it again yeah but uh for me the whole covid thing was a a red flag a red flag yeah that's not what i'm talking about when i say red flag but yeah so, so it's the fact how the world's been gripped completely. The world's been gripped completely by something, and it seems surreal. And my in my brain, it's telling me something's not quite right. We then do a podcast, and M drops a bomb on me about Bill Gates. Sorry. Yeah. And I, me being me, I'm a little bit in a geek, geek in, in a little bit of a geeky way. I love to do research, yeah, in anything, especially when it comes to Marvel and DC. Test me on that. 
test me on that, you get killed. I can test you. You ain't testing now. It's my time. I'm speaking now. Yeah, I'm speaking now. Yeah, yeah. The whole situation about Bill Gates and what he done with his select group or committee or whatever you want to call them. Event event two hundred one. Just just as a recap. That was that was the uh, exercise that they uh, done just before COVID hit the world. These people are, and I think that I know these things. People are that select people are playing with the the masses' lives. I know this, but when you hear it and you see the research and you do the research, it opened my mind up so much so to why we've got to continue doing what we do. These people are so few in numbers, but look, they can completely decide the way the world goes. The world. Not even the country which they're based, but the world. And for me, it meant the establishment, as what T says, the establishment of that table is way more vital than I first realised. It's, it's, it's not only needed and necessary, it's vital. We need to be in control of not only our lives, but in terms of the ground that we walk. We need to be in control of a system. So for me, the, the pandemic really hit me and it proved, it proved we do not speak to each other when we do our research, Dred, because that was a bombshell to me that M dropped. Yeah, and it really hit me in my spirit, man. So for me, mm. pandemic episode four, part one, the bomb dropped about Bill Gates and what him and his select people, event 201, you said, M? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was an eye-opener for me, man. Eye-opener. Seen, seen. Well, as just before you go, man, is there any other ones? Because obviously we've been kind of expanding from one to a, a couple. So that, was there any other ones for you that well, you felt? Or there's an there's obvious one for me, and it's Black Lives Don't Matter. Um. Black lives don't black lives don't matter for me. Um, was more of a wake up call to those that listened. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like I I know black lives don't matter, and anyone who is is black and has experienced being black in a in a country that doesn't love or like you will understand black lives don't matter. And I feel we turned against the grain. Yeah, and this this is who one step away from is. We don't go with whatever society says should happen and shouldn't happen, such and such. We go with what is beneficial for our select circle and for our nation. And our nation might not realise that what we say might not sound good to the ear. Yeah, but it's done out of love. Black lives don't matter. Yeah. And it's about these social enterprise movements that come with this whole um, message of, we're all one. Notice that all these social enterprise movements always have this sort of essence of we're all one and we can all move and fight I am against this as, as I'm one. When, how can you fight the same battle as someone else when that person has never even experienced what you've experienced? They aren't going to have the same viciousness in that battle. When, you've, when you're the one who's been oppressed and you see your victim that's been, sorry, you, you've seen the, you've seen the, nation or people that's been the one who's doing the oppression when you fight them on the battlefield you're going to have just that much more speed to you just that much more strength to your strikes someone who hasn't experienced that 
and I'm just doing it because it's just a social movement. It's just the right thing to undo. You're not going to have that same viciousness on a, on a battlefield drip. And therefore, you can't stand on my right or my left shoulder. And you can't take my, my arm muscle rear either. I need someone who's been through it. So the whole Black Lives Don't Matter means, means that the whole movement, these social enterprises, they don't care about us. They never have. It's something to jump on. It's a bandwagon. And look now. Where's the big running up and down about Black Lives Matter? Oh, it fizzled out. Well, guess what? I'm still black, whether it fizzles out or not. I'm still black. So by saying black lives don't matter, it means black lives do matter, but it matters to us. And that's what we got to focus on. We've got to focus on us and not what these social enterprises that pop up and disappear keep doing to us every time. We don't need them. I agree. I agree. And I think when we look back at it, I wouldn't say, I don't think groundbreaking is the word, but I think that's, that was like that episode or even the title of it, that's pivotal to kind of our direction and our journey. Cause we could have easily titled it to kind of appease the masses or to kind of jump, say, jump on the same bandwagon. But that, I think for me anyway, when I listen back and when I reflect on it, that told the new viewers uh, the people who maybe were starting to take an interest that kind of told everyone, listen, this is where we're going. So, and, and because it's an uncomfortable title for, for some people, that was a marker. I think that was a marker uh, episode to say, listen, yeah, like these episodes and podcasts are not going to be fluffy all the time. They're not going to be kind of, I'm not, they're not going to just go a lot with the flow we're going to say how we feel about the situation. We care. We care about the, the events at the time that happened, but that was an event. And we were talking about also our life. There's two, that's, that's two different things here. And certain events that happened, but actually having to live through something. So I think, and I'm sure, and I'd love to hear from people who maybe listened to the first uh, two before that one to see if that changed their opinion of what they thought they were going to hear from us as a podcast. So yeah, thanks for that, Kay. T, where you at? Yeah, man, I'm here, man. I'm here. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I learned a lot from every single one of them. And the reason why I say that is when a topic came up, we had to hone in on that topic and do research. Something that I had never really done before. You know, we used to have conversations, but I think it was on surface level. We never really dove deep and get the stats to back up everything that we were saying and really see things from a bird's eye view. Now, we were having a conversation earlier and my brother Kay said, ignorance is bliss. It surely is. Because right now, when I look at what's happening in the world, and I see on social media people having debates about what's going on and all the division that's going on. I'm like, you've got no idea because you're just giving an opinion on something you've been led to believe is the right thing or the wrong thing when you've not done your own research yourself. Now, when you get to a point where your eyes are open, you're not walking with blinkers, you start to see things in different ways. You start to hear a headline on the news and say, okay, I hear that. Now, what about this? 
let me find out what's actually happened. I don't just take that and run with it like I used to. And now I have to critique everything I hear because of what we've started. Whereas before, I would have never done that. Now, that being said, obviously I have to pick. And like everyone else, I've got my best too. <laughs> the first one for me is the dark side of school. Yes. Now, that for me was one part of my education wasn't here. So I never really got to experience the, the full works of the dark side of schools as you guys did. So when I came here, I only got some of it at the end of it. So it didn't really affect me. So when I started doing the research now and talking to you guys and, and learning more, it opened my eyes to a lot of things. And the second one, I have to agree with my brother, Jay, man, uh, that conditioning to failure is a big one. It's a massive one. Because once we started talking about it, I don't know whether, is it just me? I'm quite reflective. So when we do topics like the episodes we've done, I will listen back and think, oh, I could have said that. I could have done this. Oh, let me look more into that. And then some things will start to pop up. You start to see things. Like I said, and like Kay always says, it's like the matrix now. You see zeros and ones, right? Because you've gone into it and you see, oh, that's what that is. That's what that is. It, it just goes to show that there is a system in place that's been going for generations that keeps improving just to keep us down. Nothing else except that. And if you want to open your eyes, don't take our words for it. Do your own research. Yes. And you will see for yourself, we're not here to convince anyone. This is our, not even our truths. These are facts. We're not one of those people that say, oh, it's my truth. No. This is what's going on. This is the research that we've done. We've lived it. We've done the research. We've got the facts to back it up. Now go out there and do your own. And you see. So the the... The condition to failure hit hard for me because it just doesn't speak about ourselves. It speaks for many generations to come. And I feel like we've got a responsibility. Us five here at the moment, that table is going to get built. It's going to get stronger to actually put things in place where it stops with us. Yeah, man. I hear that. I hear that. And you, out in terms of those statements, in terms of research and make, and if you don't believe us, you were very consistent over the season and in, in reminding our listeners and viewers uh, to make sure and uh, to do your research because there's so many platforms where people just take things just by what they hear. But we've we've been consistent in saying that. And touching on what you mentioned about. Uh, are we being conditioned to fail? I personally feel that was a, a, just a perfect culmination uh, or a perfect episode to end on because if you listen back to all the previous episodes before that, there's elements of conditioning in, an ev in every single one of those podcasts. So it was, it was fitting that we kind of finished it on. Actually, after everything that we said, on top of that being a, a podcast on itself, looking back at 
what we have spoken about for the last nine episodes, are we being conditioned? And I think that I'm not going to answer it. I think the viewers and listeners can maybe kind of make that decision themselves. But yeah, um, for me, uh, I think role models stands out. And the, the main reason it stands out is because I learned a lot about you guys and that's, that might sound weird and people might be thinking, well, I thought you know these guys from way back or whatever. And I, and I do, but the difference is that is most of the other, other episodes we talk about experiences and either we've all been in that same situation or a couple of us know that situation or stuff like that. Role models was deep because that actually we were, I, we spoke about our isolated upbringings before we even got together as as brothers you know what i mean so i learned aspects of all of you guys in terms of this is how i actually got to be boys and friends with these people like these role models actually paved the way to for me to meet these people and then like literally if it weren't for them based on what they've spoken about in terms of their role models we wouldn't be speaking right now so i learned a lot about the ins and outs and the inner workings of how you guys got to how you are will be like that it's, it was just mad listening back to that it was like whoa like now we're setting the pace in terms of like we done pilot flavors gave if we gave the viewers a flavor for what to expect role models was like okay we are taking our time and we're going to kind of really flesh this out and let you guys know about us the people that you're listening to first and foremost, before we start talking about everything, because as I said in episode one, we're here to stay. And yeah, I think um, all of them are like, all every single one, there's been something that is just blown my mind or it's just made me think, or maybe be just sharpen my own, my, my own mind. But I have to give a shout out to um, the episodes are we be um, so being black in the entertainment entertainment um, industry? Because part two of that, I haven't laughed like that one was just jokes. That one was just pure jokes. Like Jay, like threw some questions at us. Yeah, hundred. <laughs> and boy, yeah, like that, one. that was fun because like it, it, all these things like like we, we're not just about like yes, we we do want to build a table, but these little things like from the entertainment part in terms of things that we've watched and reference points that, that all plays a part in terms of how we are as people as well. But yeah, that one, there was, I had to listen to that so many times because there was just there's so many jokes in that one. So many jokes. Nice, nice, nice. All right then. So as I said, we're, we're in pre-season mode at the moment. So we're kind of finding our feet, finding our form again, whatnot. Uh, question for you boys what can we or what can our viewers and listeners expect for and from season two mm. yes 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 season two what i can say what you can expect is consistency um we will be consistent in regards to keeping the theme on track and that is that we want to build not only an empire, not only a table, not only a nation which can sustain itself without others, 
but it's to encourage those who come from my background, those who come from my experiences to be one step away from positive outcomes and several steps away from negative outcomes. We want to inverse that. Sorry, we want to keep that because the inverse is true. The, the inverse is our reality where we are one step away from negative outcomes and several steps away from positive outcomes. One step away from has been established to inverse that, yeah? Um, so that consistency will be there, straight up and down. We, For myself, I want one step away from to get more exposure. Why? I originally said in the first question that we are not doing this to get the views and that, but doing this to try and see if there are other people out there, like T said about who are the builders, who are the people with levels. We want to put our voice out there to fish those in. And as another builder who's external to this chat, grab the low hanging fruit. Yeah. So that's what I want to do. I want to see who else is out there who want who is about this. And let's build, man. Let's build. So if a fisherman can't catch a fish unless you fish, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're gonna we're, we're gonna keep fishing, all right? Nice. Um for me as well, it's about uh business moves business moves now that term can be seen in such a um typical way such a standard oh it's just it's a business okay so it's money based you've got to get profits if not the business fails blah, blah 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 when i say the word business what i mean is establishing something that sustains not only us but anyone else that comes to build with us or wants to build their own with the notion of the being one step away from positive outcomes and several steps away from negative. So that doesn't necessarily mean cash transaction, financial trans transactions. It could mean knowledge transactions. That has value too. It's about transaction of value. Mm. Transaction of value is what I'm interested in when it comes to our business. Yeah. So it could mean that I have a skill that one of you lot don't have. But because you lot need that skill, you can tap into me like I'm your resource, like I'm your gold mine for that particular task and vice versa. Do you, do you understand what that means for our, our nation? It means we actually have someone we can rely on or something that we can really rely on that isn't from the same group that oppress us, that isn't from the same system that keeps us down. That then encourages what? Independency. Independency. We've been dependent on this system from day dot. Not by our own fault, by force. And then the force became so-called voluntary. And I say so-called voluntary because it's voluntary. I believe I was having this discussion this week. You don't have to work in this country. There's no law saying you have to work, but don't work and see what happens. <laughs> Is it, so is it voluntary now? <laughs> yeah? So that's what I want to do. I want to establish something that does not require any form of oppression. Yeah? And finally, I want to refine the art. Things take time, whether you're a sportsman or anything. Yeah? But in order to improve on what you're doing, you must keep practicing that. Failure mm -hmm. is fine. 
one of my biggest role models, Denzel Washington. He speaks about failure. Yeah. Those who succeed are comfortable with failure because they understand they have to fail before they succeed. Those who are scared of failure will not take risks, will not step out of the box and will do what everyone else has to undo. Yeah, that's not us. So to refine our art. Cool, 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 cool. Yes, yes. Kay took it. Kay took it. Everything that he said there, Kay took it. <laughs> rate that. Rate that. 100. For me, <clears throat> it's more of the same. More the in-depth episodes. More the knowledge gained. More sharing of resources. More sharing of voices. No speech. No language when the voice is not heard. We've got 10 plus episodes of hearing for us to listen, for you guys to listen to. So tune in. And most importantly, for me, what to expect for season two most importantly to keep on learning and to be one step away from those positive outcomes and that's what I'm striving for there's none more to be said to be honest at this point <laughs> um, everything has been said um, but one thing to just hammer in for me is doing this just made me realise that we're babies in terms of knowledge, in terms of yeah. growth. Yes. We are actually babies. We have not even started to crawl yet. So for season two, the aspiration is more growth, more knowledge, because knowledge is power beyond anything. And one thing I genuinely, genuinely wish for is for us to connect to the younger audience so that they start to learn at a tender age. So that by the time they get to where we are, they know way more than we do. Because knowing this and having this knowledge is liberating, man. Mm -hmm. So that's everything else has been said. That's all I wish for. I wish we get our young audience, our younger black queens and queens, kings and queens and men, to come out and listen and get this knowledge. You will need it. Indeed, indeed. Season two. Um, yeah, it's been perfectly summed up. I concur, I concur. Um, just more truth, just more truth. That's all we got to offer. Yeah. Oh, actually that's the very least we have. Just more, more truth. If you don't come for anything else, like you can expect that. <laughs> scene, scene, scene. All right, all right, boys. You know what? I was gonna throw something out there, a little curveball, just before we wrap up. Okay. What can we expect, or the viewers and listeners expect? And keep it short. What can we expect from? you as an individual floors open no problem to for, for, for me that's an easy one yeah um the only thing you can expect from me is being real Boom. that's it that's that's it that's it and and that means you might like me or you might not like me you, you might 
like what I've got to say, you might not like what I've got to say. I've got my own character and my character has been built based on my own unique experience. So whatever you see is a unique person and that's real. And that's all you're going to get from me. Level. Yeah. I would say for me, um, more vulnerability, you know, open up a mm. bit more. Like, and like, case that I can necessarily be a good or bad thing <laughs> you get what I'm saying so some people might take to it some people might not but yeah that's just about it just opening up more seen 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 yeah I echo that Jay I echo that 100% I think in order for us all to be in a place where we're ready to learn and not only just learn but take that on and use it change our, our pace change our footsteps is that vulnerability. Like, we are opening up our lives, dealing with things, talking about things that we've not mentioned or for years. So that, that vulnerability, I think that is what we need to take forward. For me personally, that is what I'm taking forward as well. Being able to explore how I feel, not how I'm meant to feel. How do I actually feel? about this topic or situation or times of life that we're feeling through at the moment. So, yeah, that's what you expect from me. For me, like MJ said, man, starting with the man in the mirror. <laughs> and that's exactly what season one started. And I aim to continue that in season two. Building myself first so I can understand who I am get comfortable with the uncomfortable. So when we come down and sit on this table that we're talking about building, that comes out as real as it can be and as genuine and sincere as it can be. No, none of this wishy-washy, it's straight. I now know who I am now. Took a while. And I don't want someone else, I don't want my younger brothers and sisters to take 30 years to finally get to really, really get to grips with who they are to the core. Because once you do, things change. So the, mistake I'm, the mistakes I made, I now want other people to learn from. I don't want people to go through the same mistakes I made. So some topics are going to be very uncomfortable, but they need to be discussed. So the next generation don't go, don't go through exactly the same thing. Yeah, man. I hear that. I hear all of that, boys. I hear all of that. And for me, it's more critical thinking, more life experiences, more bars, more bombs being dropped. And as Jay said, uh, just speaking about vulnerability, it, ha it has to be done. Um, and that shows strength as well, because as Kay mentioned about those uh, lower ha hanging fruit, that's a way to kind of relate and reflect to, uh, to people. So 100%, I'm excited, man. Has anyone else got anything else to say before we, uh, before we go, man? Before we... Yes, one last thing, listeners. Yes. I won't call it the elephant in the room, but it's an obvious state. So... You might be asking, where is R? I swear there was another voice that uh, began one step away from in regards to the podcast. R is still here. 
but he's not here. So this speaks upon roles and understanding roles. And this speaks upon the analogy that was said in one of the episodes, I kind of re remember now about a kingdom and how everyone can't be on that throne at the same time. We're all kings here, but there's only one king to a kingdom and there's roles here. So at some point, if you want to really build a kingdom that is working with itself, then sometimes the king might have to step down and become the pauper. Sometimes the king might have to deal with the finance. Sometimes the king might have to deal with the security. And then someone else who is a king can step on that throne for that time being. And the roles are changed. So when I say know your role, I believe I said this in the bonus part. And that was towards the gender in terms of men and women. It's know your role amongst yourselves too. Not everyone can take the same role as someone else. Because if everyone is doing one thing, then guess what? All the other roles are not being done. So R is still here. And this is what we mean about building this table. Not everyone on the table will be doing the same thing, but we'll all be building. So take that as a message. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, man, couldn't have said it any better. Couldn't have said it any better. Um, yeah, excited. We we've got a lot to we've got a lot to do before we hit that first episode. But yeah, next season, man. And I'm I'm excited anyway. I don't know about you guys, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, people, you know where to find us now. Like if you're listening to us, you're listening to us on some type of platform. So just join us or follow us on another platform. That's all I'd say. One, all you got to do is type in one SAF on on the YouTubes of the world, the Twitters, the Apple Podcasts, the Anchors, the Spotify's, the Instagrams. Boy, we're we'll be ready. I hope you will be. Thank you for listening. Little recap for today, and we'll yeah, catch yeah. you soon. One step in your business, please. Peace. Yeah.